0: I start by thinking, yeah, but why do you need Rampage? Why do you need another another program that's similar to Dynamite? If you had a Jobbers program, it would be different. Dark is for people who um, aren't getting a chance on Dynamite, and it's a big repository that. Well, why are you... I mean, I understand why you want to do that commercially, but why do you want to do that for your brand? We'll see how it develops. Christian Cage versus Kenny Omega. Christian Cage isn't winning this, is he? Kenny Omega's the one who's winning this. You can't be handing the title over on the first episode of a new programme, surely. Can you? And as well as that, Omega versus Christian Cage is going to be on it all out, isn't it? So why are you doing this here? You've already messed up your pay-per-view because you're going to get a botched finish, aren't you? Or rather, let's say a dusty finish here because you can't have Christian Cage losing. You're definitely not going to have Kenny Omega winning. You can't have Christian Cage losing one, two, three in the centre of the ring because that's going to ruin your pay-per-view, isn't it? It's a bit silly to offer this here, I think. To say that um, Mark Henry sounds good, actually, his modulated and uh, and softer tones work very well with Jericho screaming to hype this up, and uh, and that and and Taz's sort of harsher tones as well it works really nicely. Very good. Oh, and there's uh, there's Orange Cassidy and Chris Arlender dressed to wrestle watching. <laughs> Only in wrestling do they have this. They don't have people in basketball dressed in their in their team colours, uh, you know, in their shirts and invariably long shorts watching a different match. In case they get a chance to get on and do something. <laughs> um <laughs> They gave it to Christian. They gave him the titles. Because it's the first episode of Rampage, they gave him the titles. In comes uh, the Jurassic Express, of course. It was the, the um, to get some kind of rub, it was the kill switch on the chair that did it. He's got the titles. And Christian Cage is not even over, particularly. He's not been over for ages. They've tried to give him a rub by having him with Orange Cassidy. They've tried to give him a rub by, by, by being with a Jurassic Express. None, neither of those have worked, and now he's the champion. Maybe that will be the rub he needs. Well, that's a surprise to me, actually, and uh, I take back what I said about Omega. But of course, it gives them an opportunity to to push that to push that um, at, at all out. They've only got uh, a few weeks before they get that, and he's bound to win it back then. But I, I thought, as others did, that he would lose belt after belt and slowly become beltless. But no. Well that's amazing, the match itself was okay, but it's the outcome that's the most extraordinary thing, my word. Oh, I didn't realise, he's not won the AW World Championship, the Belt Collector's only got that, that belt left now, well this is a good way of doing it, very nicely done. Blimey, I feel like I've been swerved. I feel like I'm some kind of mark, and I like it. That adds something to the pay-per-view. Well done, Tony, Carl, and your bookers. Well done, your writers. Nicely done. And Orange Cassidy's hanging about as uh, as Christian Cage's interview with Jurassic Express. Well, he was one of the rub attempters in the past. So maybe that's why he's there. Looking forward to the pay-per-view now. Nice one. It's nice to have a plucky underdog with with Miro, and it's nice to have someone who's smaller than him and a bit of a high flyer, which was what Fuego Del Sol was. From his promo to his in-ring work, he did some excellent high-flying work, and uh, Miro had trouble picking him off until he picked him out of mid-air and hit a Samoan drop or fall away slam, no, moment drop, that's right, so you know, this was an okay match, to be honest, didn't expect Miro to, to lose, particularly as Christian's just won, but it worked well, and then Nasty Miro, of course, rips up the contract, because he is, uh, well, he's kind of, it can be a nasty piece of work, and he can be quite lyrical, I like the way that Miro's character goes in that way, but, um, Yeah, he does need to show a little bit more in the ring, perhaps. This works to his strengths. And there's Tony Carr getting the Sammy Guevara rub. Or maybe it's the other way round. Because you've got to get your big hitters out, haven't you, on your first programme? And Sammy, quite rightly, is over. Certainly is. Crowd love him. Is he going to give Fuego a contract anyway? Because dreams can come true in wrestling. And the dream has come true. It's a nice feel-good moment for this new show. Nicely done. And just use my dreams can come true line. No problem, lads. Anytime. And interesting, you know, Red Velvet versus Brickmaker. Brickmaker's a heel, of course, but she's over as a heel, as we know. And, of course, she's in her hometown, so... um, red velvet, I, I don't like that stirring thing she does Is uh, the crowd are a bit, they're not booing but they're a bit quiet, they're a bit conflicted here I'm not quite sure how to do it, oh that's quite nice, someone's got a little sign made out of teeth with DMD on it, that's really done that's really well done, you've taken time and uh, yeah she's really well loved here and quite rightly so as the, uh, the lights are golden That's beautifully done, and a nice touch. Quite a stately pace this match, I like the curb stomp from uh, Britt Baker, that's always good. Um, But what we haven't got so far is the kind of knockdown, drag-out affair that I thought we'd have. And a curb stomp to the ropes, those steel cables, is also very nicely done from Britt. Oh, Britt really does that swinging neck breaker with the leg hooked very nicely. And she's got that gator roll going on, which I think she works very well. Segueing into the uh, the lock jaw attempt, I think that's really fluid when she can do it. Really fluid. She got it in. Counter. Nice moment when Red Velvet goes for the lock jaw. That's nicely putting herself in her own move, and she has to try and get Brit Baker's hair away from her mouth, and Brit's helping her. <laughs> but then that's nice. Gets to the ropes bounces off the ropes. Red Velvet kind of helps her a bit, really, so that she could turn it into her own lock jaw. And nice that uh, Red Velvet is hammering away at the arm. She's taken the cast off already that was broken. That's, that's a nice thought. So, she turns it the other way. Of course she does. That's quite right. And she's got it in. And that's the pin, or the tap. It's a good match, actually turns it out to be a very good match they can both go and that's excellent in her home city very well done well it was okay it wasn't bad, we had three good matches Jamie Hayter came out at the end uh, she's completely changed her look they say, who's that? fans didn't seem to know either and um it's alright, and it's going to move to um, a, TB, a TNT sister um, sister channel in January, I understand. But why do you need it? You've already got Dynamite. You've got Dark to give those people who don't get a chance on Dynamite, and that's usually an hour and a half to two hours. You've got Elevation. have not you? Elevation's still going. I think it is. And now you've got Rampage. It's a bit confusing because these matches are matches that should have been on Dynamite. I mean, we'll see in future weeks what it's going to become. But right now, it just seems like a mini Dynamite. And that sounds like this. It wasn't a damp squib. The matches were good. Christian Cage winning a couple of the belts was good. That swerved me. And... Wrestling doesn't often do that these days, to me, so that was good, but, I just don't know. I enjoyed it, but why?